0: This episode is really prophetic. It's actually season finale of season three. And we've done an extra amount of episodes because of COVID and because of the lockdown. We wanted to just keep giving you content. And so we did an extra long season. I think we're up to, this is the 60th episode of season three. We've done only like 30 to 40 in the other two episodes. Maybe, maybe a little more than that in the other two seasons. But it's been amazing just the journey we've been on this season. And as the other times when we either began or ended a season, I've invited my wife to come on, Shree.
1: Hello. Number cue 11. the pause. Yay.
0: Moving <laughs> we'll, we'll on. Top track. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: have oh any gosh. sound effects. Right, right exactly. But...
1: <laughs> That's fine. Um, thanks for having me. I always love getting to do the uh, the finale with you. It's yeah. just super fun to put you in the hot seat, Hear hear your heart, kind of hear the inside <laughs> behind the scenes. So thanks for having me. So good to be with all of you. Hey, everyone. Um, so let's get into it. So um season three, what a great success. We've just heard yeah. such amazing feedback. Was amazing. As we do every season, it's just so beautiful that um it just goes on different, different journeys and different paths, and it's never the same. It's always different because people's stories are different. So um season three, tell us about some of your um favorite moments in, in this season.
0: Well, I think it's been amazing because we had all kinds of things break out this year, the year of Weirdness, you know, people prophesied this would be your breakthrough. I even said there's gonna be like a, uh, a reset or a new movement yeah. forward, yeah, in the kingdom of God. And it's been the weirdest year, none of us mm-hmm. have anticipated this, right? And so, with racism breaking out, COVID, you know, media warfare, political warfare in so many nations, economic uh, slump, yeah. all these things, and so I think that the show has been so refreshing because we got to hear from business people, yeah, people about racism, people who. We're involved in uh, the medical field for healing testimonies. we got to hear yeah. amazing stories of breakthrough, like mm-hmm. even in the midst of like against all odds, I think. Yeah. And again, my favorite is that a majority of these people are people you've never heard of. Right. There are people that, you know, we screen somehow through our relational network that had just a great story of how God spoke to them and how what he said made a difference in their life and the world around them. So I love that theme. And I think some people resonate with that theme who are listening. Obviously, we have more listeners than we've ever had. Yeah. I and mean, more downloads. We're in the top 25 podcasts in mm-hmm. over every English-speaking country, except for America, I think, as in Christianity. In America, I think we're anywhere from the 200 to one uh, to 100, somewhere there. Sometimes yeah. we hit like 80 or, or 70. And there's so many more podcasts that have emerged during the summer that are amazing. So the fact that people are still caring about the prophetic mm-hmm. and how does God's voice make a difference in our lives
1: mm-hmm.
0: is pretty profound.
1: Yeah. Well, what I think is so interesting, too, um, in this time in 2020 with the COVID outbreak, um, you know, so many people haven't been able to actually go to church, attend, yeah. be, you know, be in community in the same way. And media was such a blessing uh, in the midst of that Church is moving on to more online platforms. And then even with Um, podcasts, Um, I felt super grateful that this was already established with our amazing audience and to be able to create conversations that are hopeful, that are encouraging. I feel like a storm like COVID on a global level to be able to have anchoring perspective and truth Mm -hmm. in the nature of God and in hope and in encouragement in a very difficult time I just think what a gift is so what a blessing to be able to be a part of yeah, that and be in people's world. for sure to help just partner with what God is still doing and tell the truth of the testimony
0: in the midst of well every that. time we're right before we start an episode we I pray with a guest and I say God pull from the file cabinet of their experience yes. whatever would touch our audience our listeners the most because yeah. I really love our audience our listeners our listeners aren't Charismaniacs and weird people are our listeners. I mean, I've got to meet many of them at our events. I've met many of them online. We have many of them on our mentoring platform that we do every week. We have Mm -hmm. a weekly mentoring platform. So I've got to meet them. Like we do, I do a one on one mentoring on Tuesdays, and a lot of the people who are listening, Mm -hmm. uh, it's a group mentoring, but one on one questions that the group listens to. And and a lot of the people who are in that are people who came in through the podcast, who listen to the podcast, want to grow in the prophetic. So I have this passion for this group, for you guys who are listening, yes. and for your growth because we're seeing people and you know, we've got politicians. We had the politician from Minneapolis mm. uh, who is a leader of the Republican Party in Minneapolis yeah. share last March, a year of March, and I prophesied during that time right after he spoke, there's going to be something that happens with racism here that God's going to put you on the map. It won't be a loud movement, but it's going to be something where the whole nation looks and says, that's how you do. Uh, racial unity that's how you that's mm-hmm. how you don't marginalize people and the police force and economic uh you know issues those kinds of things i said this publicly yeah. and then obviously a loud movement was birth first a loud you know the human response came first yeah. but it's being followed up by a god response like there's things happening there in minneapolis mm-hmm. that just are, are a prototype for the whole nation maybe the whole world right and it, you know we had this moment in time where we had this representative and right. sharing his heart about how he wanted unity between the Republicans and Democrats in a state that was fighting for that. Wow. And then I give that word. And then they had the outbreak of the George Floyd incident mm. right after, which grieved everybody's heart, including his, like he was totally devastated. So I think the fact that we've been at, you know, in these moments through the show where we've been mm. in society, like Miles McPherson sharing again on racism, the third option, his book about the third option, sharing about racism, yeah. right in the beginning of our season, and before racial racial tension broke out, I love that we've been a voice for some of these issues that have come out, or even some economic issues. Some of the people we've had on who have had breakthroughs in the midst of the economic crisis, yes. and some of the stories are just like so phenomenal. Like in politics, I mean, like addressing mm-hmm. politics, like talking to Lance and Annabelle Wallnow. We did them live at a modern prophetic event, and talking to them live, and he was sharing about like I, I asked him, okay. As somebody who has a word that's very controversial that not everybody even in this room believes, right. you believe President Trump is going to be elected, that he's Osiris. Right. You've had to carry that and the stigma of that with your family. It's affected your relationships. It's affected your influence in a lot of ways, both good and bad. What's right. that like? And having him answer like that, mm. like taking the, the actual word apart and saying, like, as a human being, walking with God in the revelation that he's given you personally, that's you're now accountable in his love to walk out. Even if someone else, like, even if I said, I didn't believe it. Right. You know, even if someone else in this group said, I didn't believe it, you have to walk it out. And I feel like people are getting trained to walk with God and to mm-hmm. be true to what God's telling, regardless of if it's popular belief or culture or not. Mm-hmm. And there's just this listening to, the, you know, Lance was such a mature example about that because um, he's all in on the pol- politics thing. That's his mm-hmm. mission of life now mm-hmm. and this season. And that's a really hard mission to take on. Mm. And he he pulled no punches. He said, This is hard. This is not, I would wish this upon somebody. Wow. But it was cool to hear because so many of us go, Man, we want someone to get a word for the president or for a governor. And then somebody did. And like, it's not popular. And like, probably 50% of the people in America are going, What in the heck? Right? We don't believe this is even God. We sure. can't believe in you. And this is a beloved figure in the business community mm. for Christianity. And so I loved hearing the insider story. Yeah. So I think I've just been learning and growing through all these again, the insider kind of viewpoint of we're not just giving the word and how it happened. We're actually hearing the human process Mm. relating to God. And I think that's so unique and rare.
1: I do too. I think it's really
0: cool that you just mentioned
1: that about Lance, because I feel like, and I think probably everyone listening could agree that this year has been such an intense year in so many facets um, that there's a lot of room for the church to disagree
0: yeah.
1: and to you know for strife and disunity and you know a lot of a lot of so much right a lot of things have had an opportunity and have an opportunity to really bring um, a divide and what I love about about things like this is whether or not like let's say for example with um with Lance Wall now whether or not you agree that he's heard from the Lord or you agree with that policy or his opinion. um, I like one of the things that the church is learning to do um, even better and better this year is listen, seek to understand and hear people's story. And I think many times it's easy to agree when we don't hear the story, the lived experience behind it. And I think that's super important. So I love that. I love that. This podcast and lots of other podcasts and um, churches are just we're giving place to understand to hear the story of God in people's lives. Um, and I think that's super important. So I love that. Um, what would you say are other, you know, episodes or high high points um, throughout 2020 that have been some of your most inspiring moments that you learned from
0: or you grew from or that challenged you? Encouraged. It's a great question. You. I think, um, you know, one of the ones was some of the people who God was so personal to him when they were going through such a hard, hard, hard time. Right. So good. And we had Jake Winslow, who's one of our mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And Jake shared in a podcast that he was probably still to this day feels awkward about, mm-hmm. but it was so real and vulnerable. Yeah. He was in the middle of a process that God led him into. Life was really hard. His mm-hmm. mom had just died. A lot of things were just happening around their lives. Mm-hmm. His wife had just got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it was a really hard time for her to get pregnant. Um, but they were grateful, of course, for the baby. They just had so much financial hardship. He's a major leader of a church, you know, leaving that church to go take care of family, just like we preach, but he did it. And you didn't hear the happy ending in it, but you heard the man's process with mm-hmm. God. And there was something in it that was so innocent and pure and raw and real. And then, you know, like you followed that up with... Uh, so right after that, we had uh, an entertainer named Jay Owenhouse who leads a ma- magic show of all mm. things? It's super controversial to s- the religious sector of the church, just because it's magic. You know, street street time magic or like professional magic, not like witchcraft magic.
1: Well, it's even controversial to you know um, wildlife conservation yes, to people, he has tigers. right? Yeah, he has tigers. <laughs> Tiger King, yeah. And he shared the story
0: of losing his wife um, and to cancer, and he has four kids. They have four kids together. And he melted down, which made me melt down. Because mm. I was like, and it was a long time ago we lost her. It was like, you know, but it's still so fresh because the he had is so pure. <laughs> I mean, I had people emailing and going, I cried with Jay. I was like, I cried with Jay. I just turned the mute button on. I'm
1: getting ready to cry right about, now. <laughs> Both it was of our so eyes are vulnerable. watering.
0: I know, it was yeah. so vulnerable, and so real. Yes. And he did, and he, we just had to stop and he had to cry. Because it was like, it was part of the story that like, those kinds of stories that you only tell closest friends or family members yeah. whereas, And somehow he allowed himself to tell it on our show. And I feel like it, it just trains you. It mentors your disciples you for loss or for what is God's response or what does God do? Like Romans 8, 28 says, God will use all things for our good. And that happened in his life. But it doesn't mean the loss was less. You know, it just was really interesting. So I really loved uh, that episode. I loved, um, I mean, I loved all the episodes, but there were some that like, you know, we started the whole podcast out. Season one, episode one with Cindy Jacobs. Mm. And Cindy has props that over more political leaders than anyone probably in modern history or history itself right. that we know of. Yeah. So presidents and senators and all these kinds of people. So I got to ask her in an event, kind of a follow-up podcast to that. How did this happen? How did you become like a prophet to the nations? You know, like we hear that right. term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how? And she was so real. Like she said a lot of the same things as the first time. but But this time when she said it, she even shared more again of the human side of like, I just as so you just have to choose obedience. You have to say yes to God. You have to open your mouth when you have no words. Mm-hmm. And I just felt, because she was speaking this time, that time it was like, just us one-on-one. This time she's speaking in front of an audience. So some more of her came alive, I think, than, than before. Mm-hmm. And I was so encouraged when I left it. I was like, oh my Lord, like I just mm-hmm. want to be that bold and confident in yeah. God's love. Because yes. she wasn't confident in her gift. She knew that was a given. Like her gift would happen. But there's something inside of her that the risk that she was taking, taking was so much worth it more worse than possibly losing out on God, having a, a moment with someone yeah. and, over a nation. And it's just yeah. so like, when you think about the average person, like we don't, I don't think like I want to go prophesy over our mayor today. yeah, And she does. Yeah. And so it's, it's again, challenges me for the tribe that I'm called to, mm. to be more present. And I, that happened a lot to me this, in the this season where mm. I thought of some of my prophetic friends who are really prophetic and how they love to call you higher and they love to get words for you to help, your advancement and they're always looking for you to move forward in your faith and your opportunity and your relationships and how that that's part of the true prophetic it, it causes us to want to become more like christ mm. and to have pushes towards that like the holy spirit gently nudges you the prophetic nudges you and i realized like i had I've, i have a handful of people who do that for me and who really did it when some of my prophetic friends who've now died you know yeah. and passed on yeah. that bob jones joe austin david dryling some of the friends that i've had that really define Paul Cain, define my prophetic journey, and a lot of them have passed on. And they were the people that when you get together with them one-on-one, one of the first things or last things they would do is prophesy over you and call you higher. Mm. And so many of the words this season reminded me that like where people were like, and then I was going to do this, but then I got a word from so-and-so. Mm. And this the word had an attachment to a name that they trusted. Maybe it was a name we hadn't all heard as an audience, but it made me just go, I want to be the so-and-so for my friends and family. Yeah. And that was I a really big that. one this this season. like. I've always known that, but I feel like I'm even more sensitive to it now that I'm getting much older.
1: Ugh, you know, I'm getting and more much more handsome. <laughs> you're like a fine wine. Oh
0: come on! I won't dye my beard next month. To be
1: will be Christmas time, so it'll be oh, appropriate.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I love that because it sounds like you're saying a couple of things there. The last thing you're saying is you're stepping in it sounds like you are identifying that you want to step into a place that other people have held and represented and yeah, ministered to you from for sure. and that you want to be a part of that right now in this season and sort of yeah, um, in some of your relationships. And I love that. Cause I think it's super important. Um, the other thing I love that you're saying kind of your favorite moments of this season is, you know, I think an important thing when we're leading conversations um, is relatability and mm-hmm. To not only just tell the victorious, crazy testimony wins, you know, but to actually talk about process, to talk about humanity, to talk about really real challenges that people go through and um, to empathize, to hear. Mm -hmm. And I actually think it's super important not to always just have our mountaintop things, right? Our Instagram highlights, because we actually need to you related to when yeah. we're suffering. Yeah. And so I think about when you said J Owen house, right? You just cried, you know, and, and so many other people, how relatable is that to a person that has lost? Like, so right in the, in, in our life experience, we're not always all up on the mountaintop at, yeah. uh, at once. So to hear someone else's experience when they're in a real Valley, it just trains us in empathy and compassion and listening, yeah. which is the fruit of the spirit. Um, and also, if you are in the Valley, it go, you. it's relatable. You go, I'm not alone, you know, somebody else, you know. So I just love that, you know, kind of what you're describing is like this well-rounded experience of um, people's testimonies and yeah. just representing many different um, things that I
0: think can be really relatable and encouraging to people. Well, and what, other, what other kind of show can you share how God moves in real life issues? Like, yeah. I feel like this show has never been tone deaf. Right. We've had a lot of black African-American people Agreed. on the show, sharing about, we've had at least six shows just about racism now yeah. over the three seasons. Yeah. Even before it was the hottest topic because I've always right. cared about civil rights and people groups.
1: That's right. We've yeah. had a,
0: a lot of politicians or political voices. We've had tons of business people and those are relevant right now. Yeah. Business people yeah. who needed breakthrough, who are going through stuff. We've had some pastors and leaders who've gone through hell and back, like Michael Maiden. Right. You didn't get to hear this episode, but I told you about him. He um, is a pastor from Phoenix, Arizona, and mm-hmm. leads a very large church. But they ended up getting into a Ponzi scheme back, I think it was twenty years ago. You
1: did tell me that you no, talking me, about yeah, it. Yeah, and Amazing. they got into a Ponzi scheme right. where
0: his CFO or someone who was involved in the, in the ministry actually embezzled yeah. millions, multi millions of people's money. And then he was implicated in it. He was torn, you know, right through the coals in the newspapers. He was he didn't know a thing about it and nor did he benefit from that at all financially, but was treated like it was his crime. And so he talked about like the main persecuting group towards their church that had left the most gossip damage and center damage. The pastor had fallen into deep sin, multiple affairs, and Michael Maiden's uh, people got to inherit that campus in their new time, their new season and rebuild everything with a way different level of resources. But that man literally is a prophet. That man is like the, the level of, the prophetic that operates from that place of brokenness where right. he just went through, where he was everyone's favorite pastor, one of the main churches in America. Yeah. And all of a sudden overnight was just decreased in reputation and had to go through some really hard things. And you think of bringing your family to that. He has kids to right. have to bring his family through like being accused and ostracized and treated like they, they were the ones who created the offense. So I think a lot of pastors can relate to that because we're all persecuted. You and I have been through persecuting this yep. year. We've got some bad yep. stuff. And you think we're all, we all have even people on the inside, you think you're going to, you're going to trust forever and they're going to trust you forever. And then they don't. Mm -hmm. And you hear Michael's story and you're like, oh my gosh, not only will you make it, Mm -hmm. but the grass is really greener on their side and God will use every part of your story Mm -hmm. to give you weapons Mm -hmm. to destroy the works of the devil. You know, and also all the everything that made for good for evil yeah. like all the weapons that are formed against you they might even get fully formed but they will not prosper mm-hmm. and so some seeing somebody who was it looks like the weapon prospered for a season right. but he had trust for god and it even prospered against his family there's some hard stuff that happened mm-hmm. and he writes it about in his book too yeah. so i think a, a couple of those stories like that it's so what people need to hear this year like we right. needed to hear stories of like I was reduced to nothing, right? I had the hardest season of my life. And here's where I'm at in it. Some are at the complete place of victory. Some weren't. People who are going after racism and saying, this is how we're doing it. This is what God's done in us. Here's a living testimony.
1: It's been awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love that you were talking about having conversations across the board, right? And not just um, specific to like just church-centric testimonies, but talking about Politics, racism, business, and I know that we—you've um, actually—you're getting ready to start two new additions to the Exploring podcast series. So, tell us a little bit about what inspired that um, and why we're doing this. Talk to us just a little bit about the two new series that are coming.
0: Yeah, for those of you who subscribe, you're going to see that this is called the Exploring series now, and it has three editions a week. And the Monday edition is exploring the industry, which would be all things entertainment, sports, film, television, music, fashion art, all the video games. And I'll talk about them in just a second. Then we have video Wednesdays games? video games. What? You know I'm a gamer. Come on. Then Wednesdays we have Exploring the Prophetic, which is this on long standing you know podcast. And then the third one we have is exploring the marketplace. And so exploring the marketplace and exploring the industry or where did God show up in your career yeah. and share your story. Because you you know story is worth a thousand sermons. It really is. Like if, if somebody can relate to you and hear your story or how when you were in your greatest business deal and your son died. And how did you handle that the dichotomy of those two things happening at the same time? Or you're in the entertainment industry and you've lost all your opportunities, yet, you know, like you're still believing or whatever, you mm-hmm. like these kinds of stories. So exploring the industry was interesting because you, you and I started it last year. I, I um, You helped me have faith for it. And it started out as a TV show. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened. So we had to take it off of a TV show. It was on mm-hmm. CBN News Network. We had to take it off of TV because we knew it was going to be a long time before mm-hmm. we get people to fly in or to meet in the studio because we're still locked down in LA yep. Like we can't even do studio time. So yep. we're very small group of people. So, um, so we took it off and we put it into a podcast format and that's been airing now. I think we're, as of this, when people will hear this, we'll be at 17 or 20 episodes of that mm-hmm. on Monday edition, but exploring the marketplace whilst well, I'll talk about exploring the industry for just a second though. I was so excited to do that show, but one of the, the hardships we had in doing it as a TV show was to get an athlete a, a film person and a video game person in the same week filming when they all have such different schedules. Because right. we only had the budget to film over like a week here, a week there, a week here. It was like three weeks total. Mm-hmm. And to get the people I wanted to get on it was next to impossible. So we ended up doing less shows in those weeks. And we did it with great people, but we didn't get all the people we wanted. And it was really hard. So we realized like, this is going to be a hard thing unless we have a lot more budget or to do it over a lo- longer period of time. And Christianity, like to view a show about entertainers that aren't all just a-list celebrities but are just makeup artists and grips and people who are working in accounting or whatever like it's not as interesting visually for people if they don't know who the person was so to move to a podcast was so brilliant because now I can call them in mm-hmm. and I can call anybody and they can be on set like we have different people from all over now that we're calling on their side they're, you know and even different friends here locally that are in ministry like we just had I it's not on yet but we had Uh, A guy named Caleb who leads Icon, which is from Reality LA Church, which is one of the best churches in LA. And he leads their whole Mm -hmm. career and industry group. And he also is a writer in the entertainment industry, a prolific writer. And so like to have him come in, it would have taken eight months to schedule him for one moment. You
1: got it. But
0: to call in was like instant. So that was brilliant. You guys are going to hear some of the greatest interviews with normal Christians who are in the entertainment industry. If you haven't listened to him yet, go back through. It's just like listening to Exploring the Prophetic, Mm -hmm. except for it's industry centric you're hearing how people's faith and their relationship with God has taken them in a different journey. And it's also exciting because you're hearing how God is infiltrating these industries with amazing Christians who are like Daniel's and Joseph's and Esther's and, and all races, all male, female, it doesn't matter. We're, we're going after them all. And so it's over the the course of the whole season, you're going to hear from all types of people, which is one of my favorite things. So exploring the marketplace, uh, my friend, Bob Hassan, who's been our coach, our business coach, and it's been, we, we pretty much invite him to do almost every event. And on one there. of our best friends. Yeah, because him and his wife, Lauren, are just the best. Yeah, We're just like, if, best. I, I have this term where I have for my closest friends where I say, I won the friendship lottery because you're in my life. Mm-hmm. And you only get, you know, one of these in a lifetime. We've got two of them in that couple. And um so, so Bob and Lauren, Bob's done everything with me for a while. He wrote a book with Danny Silk, who we love, called The Business of Honor, which is a follow up to the culture of honor with Danny Silk. And he starts speaking with Danny on the road. And then pretty soon, Danny introduced him to us. And we became really good friends. He started coaching us. And I said, Bob, all the business people I know need your advice. They need a Bob in their life. And they need to hear your story because he has one of the largest painting companies, commercial painting companies in the United States. They're painting like the NFL stadium right now. They just got with LAX. They just do all kinds of stuff. So he's had to manage thousands of employees. He's had to manage Mm -hmm. humongous projects. He knows what risk management is. But he also understands the prophetic of the kingdom. Totally. So to have Bob come on, he's my co-host. You guys co-host. Woo-hoo! I haven't had a co-host. This is awesome. So yeah. sure when she comes on like this. Did
1: you hear that? He just said he's never had a co-host. And I'm
0: sitting sure, right sure, here. He I'm just, yeah. just harassing you. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even asked you to have a co-host with you before. <laughs> and so Bob is my co-host. And so basically we have a conversation at the beginning. Yep. Then we interview somebody together that's from the business world. And we are getting incredible people who have never done an interview before. But they're Fortune 500 uh, companies or doctors, surgeons, mm-hmm. um, entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs. It's amazing so far. So we've had some really good interviews already. We've already um, front-loaded a lot of them so that we can just get them out. To you. That was our dogs Oops. who um, scared themselves by knocking something over. We're in real life in our house. That's another <laughs> thing I've loved about this season is I've taped most of them from inside of our house. All right. So Bob and I are, <laughs> I love that. <it. laughs> So Bob and I um, are doing <laughs> an interview and then this is an exciting part we've never done before. We're doing a QA with Bob and Sean. Oh, I love and that. And so we're doing so we're doing marketplace QA. So we have people who've already we've already advertised this and we've had tons, just tons of questions love that. where people send an audio question from a website. Mm-hmm. And then Bob and I take two or three, and at the end of the show we answer those questions. So it's anything from how do you figure out how to take a risk to start a new business to I'm in a career in a hospital. What do I do to share my faith? Or I don't even know how to share my faith. And will I go to HR if I did? What do I do? You know? And then there's like really deep questions. Like I've heard from God about this assignment, but our finances have been low for so long. What's the next step? Like they're asking like generic, but specific questions. And the mixture of Bob and I together, we've had just, we've done some marketplace events, but the mixture of us together. And. Q&A is our sweet spot. So I yes. love the Q&A time with Bob, yeah. well, Bob Hassan.
1: With Bob Hassan and Sean Bowles. I love that. This is really cool because I think back to when I first met you. I was living in Las Vegas and uh, my roommate and best friend um, and one of my very best friends still to this day, that was 16 years ago. <laughs> so wow. Um, we, we were both, uh, really looking to get into the entertainment industry and we lived in Las Vegas and it was just, no one was talking about that then just no one. And you came, um, to our church and you were talking all about the entertainment industry and what God's doing. And it just gave us such permission and you created a conversation that truly, It changed our whole lives. We moved to LA because of. I know Lauren was
0: on Exploring the Industry. I know. I know.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just think about all of the people um, as you know the Exploring you know series branches out into entertainment. I think of all of the affirmation, all the encouragement, all the permission that will be given, all of the wisdom and inspiration that will be given to all of our industry people, which we were, me and Lauren were starving for. We've yeah. never heard some of those things. So to hear from you, to hear from people, their actual stories, I just, I love it. And then secondly, for business people growing up, my dad was an entrepreneur. We were an entrepreneurial family. I worked in my dad's small business starting at like 10. So I have a huge heart for business. Totally. And I think you're that a businesswoman for sure. Yeah, I am. And um, so I, but I love that because I think that God's expanding that conversation tremendously and adding validation and value to yeah. two people in that are in business to entrepreneurs. And so I, there, you know, there's great conversations out there and I'm excited for you and Bob to infuse totally. that because he yeah. was a great humor. I mean, great insight and advice and the prophetic to bring that in as well as just the real practicals, the wisdom pieces, Bob's such a father. Um, I'm really excited about that. So y'all listen to it. I think you're going to love that. Um, That's going to be a really big blessing. So,
0: well, the other thing is when we go on break, like we're about to go on break for Exploring the Prophetic for about two months. You guys will be back on in December, but the cool thing is you're still going to get Exploring the Industry every week and Exploring the Marketplace every week. So if we go on break for one of them, the other that. two editions will still be there so this right. is the end of se- this episode is the end of season 3 of mm-hmm. exploring the prophetic but we're introducing two more editions yes we yeah. have two more and then we're going to do i don't know how many episodes of exploring the prophetic for next season we're going to do because we're probably going to do a 60 episode seasoning that was a lot that's yeah. i mean that's a long it was over a year and a half that we did these episodes yeah so we'll probably take it more over a year we'll probably do 30 to 35 episodes and then take a break again for a couple months but I do know that the people we're talking to to be on Exploring the Prophetic for the next season, again, it's not going to be toned up. It's going to be clear with the issues that are going on. We're going to talk about real things and real people. And in the midst of this, so many of you, as our listeners, have come on and joined our mentoring platform. It's a uh, weekly or monthly subscription platform. And uh, it's just amazing to, to grow in the Prophetic, but also other life processes, or marriage courses on there, you'd all break mm-hmm. courses, along with five videos a week, plus our online weekly mentoring. So it's a big, Value. Right. It's amazing sure. value. So it's like, so it's only 14 dollars a month. And I think it's a great value. I think it's a great value for people to join us. So if you've already been on, you know, in this conversation with us for a while, or even if you're brand new, you're going to go so deep and learn so much through being on the Transiting God Mentoring Platform at dot com. It's so easy to get involved with. But for those of you who are on this journey with us and you don't want to join a mentoring platform, but you still want to grow on the prophetic on YouTube, I have a YouTube series called Your Prophetic Journey because it's about you. And I do all kinds of things on it. I do a lot of teachings. I give kind of hot topics. What's a prophet? What's a false prophet? You know, what does it look like to get number signs? What does this dream mean? Um, you know, why why is it a prophetic assignment to vote? What, you know, what does God say about racism right now? What does God do with Kanye West? Like we just take hot topics mm-hmm. and we go for it. And we've had 2 million plus downloads now on our YouTube channel. I'm like in shock. Wow. Over two million downloads. So good. I mean, we're like a little prophetic ministry This is like crazy. Plus, we have over fifty-four thousand subscribers. Come subscribe and join that conversation. There's other kind of things that we have on YouTube too that are only on YouTube. So I to encourage you guys to go after that as well. But we have so many materials and books and prayer books and things for people to get a hold of. And a lot of the stuff we do is free because we're on TBN, a Monday Monday night series called Translating God, and then of course this podcast, the YouTube series. So I to encourage you become a part of our family and our world. We also, we make this podcast because so many of you who are listening have become partners and you believe in these kinds of free mediums to release these messages to the world. And so if you want to become a real part of family, come be one of our partners and just make a monthly donation. And we're in the Charisma Podcast Network, part of the Charisma family, which we love so much, our Charisma family. And we're we're in their top you know three podcasts every week and we need your support to keep this going and to go after it the way we're going after, especially with three editions now. Those of you who've already supported, even if it's a one-time donation, thank you so much. You. It makes everything happen for us. Yeah. But those of you who are like, I love this this podcast and I only want to see it going forward. There's a big way to commit to that. You can either pray for us and pray that these episodes turn out amazing because we're, we're only getting started, or you can donate financially. And there's a way to do that on bullsministries.com. You can become a partner just make one-time donation. I just want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank my wife for leading me in this kind of interview about what's been going on in this season. Thanks, my love.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's so (laughs) fun to get to be with you and, and all of you, the audience It's just, it's such a privilege to be here and be a part of the conversation and be a part. So yeah, I'm excited. And this has been a great, a great season to be celebrated. And I'm so looking forward to all the future ones as well.
0: Well, they're coming. And so you guys stay tuned for, Exploring the Marketplace on Fridays, Exploring the Industry on Mondays, and in two months, Exploring the Prophetic again. We'll come back for season four, all new season, right here on the Charisma Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles. I want to encourage you to stay involved with us. Continue the conversation online by going to our Facebook page. Sean Bowles is our Facebook page public address. Also, you can visit us at www.bowlsministries.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. It's Exploring the Prophetic with Sean Bowles.